On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the thunder, but the Dallas Mavericks could be involved in some kind of trade between Tim Hardaway Jr. and Karis LeVert. Should the Mavericks consider that trade and then do it? We'll talk about that and the game on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. Locked On Mavs is free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let me know. Would you do, if you're the Mavs, a straight-up Tim Hardaway Jr. for Karis LeVert swap with the Cavs? And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the trade titan, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Yeah, we're talking about a, a fake trade to lead the pod because the OKC game sucked. Um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you can't lead with the game. <laughs> basically, Nick was like, hey, do you want to talk about <laughs> The Tim Cleveland rumor or the OKC games like, hey, let me talk about the team Tim Cleveland uh, rumor. But no, uh, Mavs obviously played OKC yesterday on Sunday. Second, I have a back to back. Um, They're 0 and 4 something or nothing with the whiteboard. They're 0 and 4 without Luka Doncic this year. Uh, everything. That's ev- that's everything. It, it tells you a lot about this team, especially against the teams that they've played against. Right. That, that Rockets game. Just take the DVD uh, or a thumb drive of that Rockets game without Luca and send it to the league office for his MVP candidacy. Like yeah. that's all you need to know on that front. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk about the potential swap. Uh, it's a rumor from uh, Chris Fedor of Tim Hardaway Jr. And Karis LeVert. Then we'll talk about the Mavs against the Thunder. Christian Wood has a good offensive game. And then we'll talk about some more of that, that coming up. Uh, but let's start with this. According to cleveland.com's Chris Fedor, the Cavs, believe that Tim Hardaway Jr. is available. They'd be interested in a swap with Karis LeVert. Their contract's kind of a line. I think Karis LeVert's making, what, like $18 million. Hardaway's making $19 million this year. Karis LeVert is an expiring contract. Tim Hardaway has two more years on top of this this year. And uh, it would kind of be, I sent this to the Lockdown Cavs guys, and they said, it's kind of like just moving chairs around. You're kind of just like, hey, let's just move this part for this part. But if you're the Dallas Mavericks, why would you consider doing this deal? Yeah, on a couple fronts, I, I think it would be headlined by money. Um, you know, you look at the two guys; it's a little bit Spider-Man meme-ish um, with two guys looking at each other, and Tim and Karis LeVert. Um, just for the fact, if you want to look at it and say, "All right, you know, two guards coming off the bench, score," you know, is scoring is their main thing that they do. Um, you know, Karis LeVert this year shooting around thirty-seven percent from three. Um, Tim shooting, you know, shoots, shoots the ball really well too. Um, the difference is, is when you look at the money, like you said, and I think if you're Dallas now, if you, if you've been listening to this pod for a while, we actually touched on this exact trade a while back. I want to say a month or so ago about it names to watch across the league. And we threw out just very quickly the idea of this of, in the sense of, and I'm only saying it because I'm going to repeat some of the stuff we said then, um, is the, is the fact that. What you know, I remember throwing out then saying, you know, would Dallas do this just to get off the money, just to get off the long term money of Tim Hardaway, whatever you want to feel like 
Karis LeVert, Tim Hardaway, and their their styles of play. Would you do that in the sense of get off the money? Because if you're Cleveland, they have all this money tied up already. And Donovan Mitchell and Garland and Jared Allen, all the stuff. Mobley's extension is going to be coming. All that different stuff, okay? So for them, they could be looking at it and saying, all right, Karis LeVert's money, you know, his, his contract's expiring. We're probably not going to be able to bring him back. So... Bam, who's somebody we could swap him out that's already under contract for a little bit to where we don't even have to worry about their free agency. That's where Tim would come into play for them. And it would almost be like a free agency signing for them. Oh, God. (laughs) If you want to go in that direction with it. But, like, they're not going to be able to add free agents, right? Because they're not going to be under the cap. So they have Mitchell for 33 next year, Jared Allen for 20. Darius Garland's deal kicks in next year at 33 and a half. Uh, Mobley making like nine million, Isaac Okoro making like nine million because they were high draft picks. Kevin Love's money comes off the books, and Karis Levert's money comes off the books, and you still are owing like one hundred and twenty-four million dollars in salaries next year if you're the Cavs. So you're thinking, all right, how do we add some talent and some talent we can keep, and then maybe like fix some of our problems, right? We need some more spot up shooting. Can we get some more spot up shooting? And for the Mavericks, you're looking at it saying, all right, how can we get off of some of this money so that we can have some more flexibility going forward? And then how do we get a little bit more ball handling? They just need somebody else. It's just been so apparent, so clear that Tim Hardaway Jr. is just not that player. He's not the you saw it in this Thunder game that we're going to talk about later, that he's just not that guy to put the ball in his hands and say, all right, go get a bucket. He has to work off somebody. That's why they have so like closely matched Tim's minutes with Luca's. There's going to be a lot of numbers out there that people are going to throw at you of, well, Tim Hardaway Jr. is plus minus, and his you know his on off splits are really good. Well, yeah, he's playing with Luca like literally every minute it seems like because they really tie him together because he works really well off the catch. Luca can can get him open whenever, and so that's what they the Mavs have tried to really do, but. They need somebody else that can dribble, that can get a bucket, and Karis LeVert can do that. He's like, he's a really interesting guy. He's been he's been uh, like injury prone throughout his career. He's never played more than what fifty eight games that he played last year, and uh, this year he's playing for the Cavs, coming off the bench. He started to start the year. Now he's coming off the bench. And then he, then he starts again, depending on who's injured. He's also dropped a forty point game against the the, uh, the Celtics this year in a Cavs win. And he's gotten 20 a couple times off the bench. And so you're just looking at somebody saying, all right, can we take, can the Mavs take this guy? And can he fill that type of role, just swapping these parts while also the big benefit of getting off Tim's long-term money so the Mavericks can have some flexibility? Yeah, that's the thing. I think that, I think if you're ranking the priorities of it for Dallas, you're saying, all right, we have some contracts on our books that, you know, are going to be, Tying us up a little bit over the next few years. Bertons, Tim, you know, going down the line a little bit. And I say them first just because they're both in that 17, 18, 19 million dollars range for the next, you know, couple of years there. And if they're they're looking at us saying, how can we save money while also swapping out some parts? If they don't feel like, you know, we were talking about swapping out, you know, parts back when they were a play-in team. Now they're, you know, fourth, fifth in a Western conference. Yeah. But still. I still think that's more likely the type of trade that they could make before the deadline or they would make before the deadline is more of swapping out the pieces instead of a huge swing. Um, or I don't even, I think it's more likely like if you want to say the three different angles, if you want to say like, Oh, a little piece around the edges that you're adding like an eighth or ninth man on the team or the big swing. I think both of those are the least likely. I think it's a, move the pieces around. I think it's a two for one, move two guys out, get another guy in. And then this Tim and Levert thing, 
I don't know if it's a clear, I wouldn't be sitting there saying, oh man, that's a clear upgrade. But I would say, I'd be interested in it. Like I would be interested just in the saving money part. And like you said, I think you can run a little bit more of the offense through Levert off the bench. I think you can run a little bit more of, hey, throw the ball to him, bring a screen to him and say, handle the ball a little bit better than Tim. So I, I can't really speak defensively. I, I would need to really deep dive Levert's defense uh, before I'd have a big opinion on that. So Chris Fedor went on his podcast and apparently you know, it was mentioned in there. He re- reminded me that the Mavericks tried to go get Karis Levert last off season, that they, that, mm-hmm. like that they tried to go get him not off season last deadline. They tried to go trade for Karis Levert. Like this is a, a player that, uh, remember Andrew Baker is in the front office who used to work for the Nets, who used to be in the front office for the Nets, and now he's with the Mavericks. Uh, they go get Dinwiddie. That happens to be a great move for the Mavericks. He's been playing pretty well. And now, you know, if they go get Karis LeVert, he played in Brooklyn too. So it would be the reunite reuniting of Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert. Uh, you'd get that skill set. So maybe this year it works out, but then also the money is, like Isaac said, the biggest reason why you would do this so that the Mavericks could have more flexibility off that deal. And then you're only like a couple moves away from uh, from getting like max room, right? You, you have to move off of Bertans. You wouldn't bring back uh, Christian Wood, and you wouldn't bring back Dwight Powell. Like there, there, there's a couple things they'd have to do, but you're like not too far off of that if something if something happens and you need to do a a, a crazy like let's clear some space like the Knicks did for Brunson this offseason. Hmm. Coming up, let's get into uh, let's get into the game. Let's let's talk about the. the Mavs versus the Thunder. What do we see in this game? Luka didn't play, but Christian Wood, 27 points, 16 rebounds. We'll talk about how he did and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do, well, anything but taxes. You don't have to do that. You can go watch the Mavs lose another game without Luca. Show your uh, show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. They, they really don't want you to do your taxes. What are, what are you hiding, TurboTax? Uh-huh. Uh, hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With the TurboTax 100% expert guarantee, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish so you can relax feels good to be done with your taxes already if you send it to TurboTax come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes visit TurboTax.com to learn more into it TurboTax full service products only video meeting while expert does your taxes required see guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees all right Isaac Harris we talked about the rumor between Tim Hardaway Jr. and Karis LeVert we'll probably talk about that more throughout the next couple of weeks before the trade deadline actually sign me up for more rumors though this is a lot of fun seeing i mean we're in that season and uh not the drop dang it (laughs) uh but we're in that season though and i i think i think more team you know in that report you know um from fedora he was talking about them um being interested in boyan too and you know if they if tim and boyan starts getting linked together a little bit you know, that could be, it could be more teams than Cleveland that are going to be kind of viewing them the same type. Um, that could, you know, they're not the same type of player, but if the Mavs could get a first for Tim Hardaway Jr., like think about at the, at the, the draft this year, what the Mavericks would have available in picks and like, oh. I don't think they're getting a first. I'm but just saying, it's, I'm it's, saying like well, that's the here's, here's one of consolidation. The things, here's one of the things we usually do a ton of trade pods and we, we probably will. But we're not going to yeah. do as many this year probably because 
it's such a seller's huh. market, right? It's such a, a speak for yourself, Nick. It's such a seller's market right now because everybody wants to buy. Everybody wants, and so if you have stuff, if you're Boyan Bogdanovich and you're the Pistons, you're like, all right, let's just hold out to see who's going to give us something crazy, right? Who's going to give us multiple picks, or who's going to give us a pick and a young a young player that's like a rotation piece and like all this stuff. And if you're the Mavericks, you can't give up first round picks because you're waiting for that big, big swing that they have to make. This team is just fundamentally flawed until they make that move. And so, uh, so yeah, if, if the Mavericks could get in and be like, all right, let's sell and see if Tim Hardaway Jr. could go out there. If they could get some kind of first for him, that would just be such a such a great move for assets going forward for them. But Isaac's, I don't think they're getting a first. Isaac's not holding his breath. I was just but, saying. I was just but, saying. but I do think there's going to be a bidding war, though, for Boyan, like you say, exactly what you said. And if Detroit wants to trade him, I think they'll be able to get what they want, basically. But the other teams who don't, who strike out on Bullion, will they be calling Dallas and saying, all right, let's let's try to figure something out. Probably not the Bullion package, but let's try to yeah, figure go, something out. Go get one of those Lakers picks, Nico. Go get one of the Lakers picks. But, but that's it. That's kind of, that was kind of the mindset, though. I know we're just still talking about trade stuff, that's but fine. like, that was kind of why we were, why we, when Russ was really, I mean, I guess he's still on the market, but like they're actually winning some games. Well, well, they said that they're going to finish the season out with him. But we'll, <laughs> we'll see. I don't believe that at all. When everybody was like super desperate, trying to look for around the league for the next Russell Westbrook team, and when we had when we like talked about it for like five minutes on this pod, and we said, you know, the only other angle would be like the money part, and it's like it's a big expiring, you know, Tim Bertans, and it's like you know, create some money and all that. The difference between like the same concept is still there with like the Levert deal, except Levert's good, and yeah. like look, Le- like you'd be swapping out and saving some money, but you'd also like have a, a dang good player too, you know, a pretty good player that still like play the same type of role coming off the bench. So that'd be kind of exciting. For sure, for sure, it would be, it would kind of be like a all right. Let's it'd be like the Porzingis trade, honestly. Like let's move on from a player that we don't think is is necessarily working out as well as we would hope, while also getting some more flexibility financially, while also having a player with a skill set that could work for us better than the player that we just sent off. Right? It just it seems like a Nico Harrison type move from the moves that we've seen so far. Uh, he's not he's not scared to move off of a player he doesn't think is working and you know and try something and try something completely different. Um, all right, let's talk about this game. The Dallas Mavericks fall to the Thunder, 120 to 109. Luka doesn't play in this game. No Luka, no no Dorian, no Josh Green, no Maxi Kleba. We did see Dorian. No win. No, exactly. Uh, and no defense for, for SGA either. We did see Dorian working at like uh, warming up before the game. Uh, my boy Ryan Stiles from uh, Locked on Thunder sent me a video of, of Dorian shooting before game, so that makes me feel better. We don't have any real updates on how quickly he's going to come back. Josh Green spoke at practice on Friday, and it seems like he's really close to coming back. It seems like he's working his way back into uh, actually practicing, and they haven't had a ton of practices recently because of the, how their schedule has been, but it seems like he's they're, coming back soon. Yeah. They're going on the road trip, and you know I, I think they're holding out their, their options for a return on the road trip, hopefully. For both of those guys or just one, you think? Both. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> they need they def, they desperately need that and have to basically redo their defense right now because it is just not holding up. And this is one of those games where you could tell um, the Mavericks started out the game started out really well. I thought they started with a uh, a fifteen to, or a ten o run at the beginning of the game. They were up twelve to three, and then they were up fifteen to five, and then 
Uh, they were up 27-18. Like, they had a nine-point lead they were flirting with throughout the first quarter, and then they didn't end the quarter well when the bench lineup came in. And then they were kind of, like, back and forth, back and forth. And then the third quarter happened, and SGA just took over. Mm. SGA had 17 of OKC's 27 points in the third quarter. But uh, – and th- that just – that was just one of those moments where you go, okay, the best player in this game just took over, and the other team just can't do anything to respond. Dallas had six players that hit six different players that hit a three in the first quarter. And, you know, they started this game off and, you know, something I was kind of surprised with is, you know, when Luca doesn't play, when you have a guy that's so, I'm trying to like, so like heliocentric, let's just say that, (laughs) you know, when when the offense is built around, (laughs) around one guy so much that I, I think you, you can't help to blame the guys for, I was like, oh, they're they're gonna be kind of excited for this game, right? It's nothing against Luca, but like excited that you know we're gonna pass the ball around a lot more. You know, a lot of us gonna be touching a little bit more or a lot more in all of that. Um, but I thought they might change up the offense just a little bit, and I thought that they might like run a little bit. Like Luca's out of the game. One of the biggest reasons why you are such a slow, slow-paced team is you let Luca be this methodical quarterback of just picking the defense apart and let him do his thing. And just like, and he's such a brilliant wizard. They had zero fast break points tonight. Zero. And I'm like, only, only 10% of their plays were in transition, which is like so low for a team, for a team in any given game. I know. And I was just like, get out and like run with some of these guys. Like that's what you don't have your floor general. That's just going to like pick apart the defense and run the whole offense. Like just get out and run. So I was kind of surprised by that a little bit, but you know, they started off hot. It's like, this is what's going to have to happen. Right? Like without Luca, they don't have the second star. That's the game plan with Luca too, is like hit more threes than than the other team does. So they just went with the same thing. And a lot of people have pointed out on, on Twitter and other things. I know, I know, I know, kid. I know. Twitter isn't the coach. I know, or but the player. Th- this team, though, they don't really run an offense, doesn't feel like. They don't really have yeah. this system that they run. It's a lot of just Dinwiddie ISO on the top of the key. It's like, even when Dinwiddie was out, like they had this lineup of, uh, they had this lineup at one point in the game where it was, it was Tim, it was, it was like uh, Frank and McKinley Wright and Dwight and Chris, Christian Wood. And you're like, you're asking Tim Hardaway Jr. to play the Dinwiddie Luca role, like it just is, that's just not going to work. Like you got to run. Don't have anybody else though? Got to run something. Well, Could have thrown Hardy out there, but the thing is, <laughs> the fundamental problem is that you got to run. You got to do something else. Like run something else. Run some. I don't know. Like can we run a motion offense? Can we can we go back to the triangle? Can we, can we get John Wooden out here? Like can we get somebody to run some plays? Yeah, yeah, and they couldn't. They couldn't score in the paint. And this was, you know, you immediately take out Luca, who has been driving at will yeah. and has been getting to the paint and getting free throws and all of that. Um, you know, they shot 42 free throws tonight, but they couldn't score in the paint at all. No. Like, I mean, there was a point in the second half. They were, I, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me about their their shots in the paint, but they're, uh, I was texting uh, with somebody and they're like, they're five for 17 in the paint. It's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> they only had 24 points in the paint. 24 out of 109 points were in the paint. That's where they missed the second guy the most. Like you got to have somebody else that can get into the paint and do what Lucas like get into the paint, get a floater, get into the paint and drive to the basket and do his thing. Like you got to have somebody else that can do that. And they just don't right now. 
if only they had a guard that was here that was a homegrown talent that could do the, uh, those exact things that you're just, you're just saying. Uh, coming up, let's talk about Christian Wood. Christian Wood was the only guy I felt like that really had big impact on this game. Luke, uh, Jason Kidd talked about how he played Luca minutes in this game. They decided to leave him out there. We'll talk about Hardy, too, and what he showed in this game and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bars. The protein bar tastes like a candy bar. You got to try Built Bars. They are delicious. And if you want all the all of the uh, the deliciousness, but you don't want all the fat and the calories, Built Bar is the one for you. They have the Brownie Batter Puffs, my favorite bar. 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, 6 grams of sugar in a bar covered in 100% chocolate. They're great. If you need something on the go, if you need to get a quick snack, you can grab them. And right now, you can grab them at Walmart. Go ahead and pick up a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. You can also go to Sam's Club and get a 13-bar box. You can go check that out as well. At Walmart or Sam's Club, you can get them. You can also still get them on the website, built.com. Um, you may you may try the Locked 15 promo code. You may you may just try that. I don't know. I don't think Bill Barr is telling me to do that. But uh, you may may just try that to see if you can get uh, some money off of your, your Bill Bar. So check them out. It's built.com or go to Walmart or Sam's Club to get your Bill Bars. All right, Isaac Harris, continuing to talk about the Dallas Mavericks. Lost to the Thunder. Christian Wood, 27 points, 16 rebounds, two assists. And, uh, yeah, he, he was a plus one in a game where the Mavericks lost by a lot. What did you see from Christian Wood in this game? Yeah, well, I mean, he was aggressive. Uh, you know, he, he took 13 shots in a game, finished with 27 points. I was looking up uh, after the game just how many – I was like, I wonder how many times he scored 27 points. He's only done that 36 times in his career, which kind of surprised me. I'm like – out of the Detroit Houston, you know, days. Um, and even this year, uh, I was like, I feel like he's had over 27, uh, a little bit more, but 27 points for, for him tonight. He had a couple tough offensive fouls. Um, a couple of them I thought were kind of ticky tacky. A couple of them I thought were warranted, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you look at a game like this without Luca and you look at two guys, you look at Christian Wood and Spencer Dinwiddie and you're saying, all right, one of you two guys, I mean, let's say Christian Wood, you're our second best player on the team. Dinwiddie, third best player. However, you, you two guys are the next guys up. We need you guys to like have pretty dominant games on both ends of the floor. And, you know, Christian Wood did his best tonight. 16 total rebounds, 27 points, like we said. But it was just, it was, yeah, it was a tough overall night for the, for the whole team. But he had a pretty good game. One of five from three, you're used to Christian Wood making, you know, a good, a good percentage of his threes. I was lauding how great of a three-point shooter he was on the last podcast. But he did get to the free throw line tw- 12 times, hit 10 of those. So that was a positive for sure. I think that uh, he was kind of the one player I thought had a good game despite those weird, like, fouls. He had four turnovers, too, that are definitely not good uh, in this game. When when just the margins are so thin, you can't have your, your big man with four turnovers. You just you can't have that. Um, yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie, 21 points, eight assists. He was six of 16 from the field. He was one of three or one of five from three as well. And then, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is kind of like one of the, uh, one of the big stories coming out of this game. He got to the podium after the, after the game and said, this one's on me. I take full responsibility for this loss. What did you think about Tim saying, Hey, this is, this loss is fully on me and no one else. I mean, that's what a leader does. I mean, that's what, you know, this is something we didn't talk about in the first segment. When we were talking about, you know, the whole Cleveland rumor, but he's one of the few like vet guys on the team yeah. as far as like, you know, an older, I want to say older, but like a, a mature voice in the locker room, you know, him, Dwight Powell. Um, 
and you know that's what a vet does right like i mean this is what you know luca does it all the time but tim stepping up i mean he was he, he did put up 19 points tonight but he was a minus 17 in the game Oof. um in a game that like you said christian will is a plus one so um it was tough for him on, on the defensive side of the ball i mean they were flying past him I mean, that, that's nothing new but no. um but he did hit four threes in the game. I, I thought him hitting four threes. I thought Reggie hitting three threes was was great. Uh, Davis hit you know three threes. I think in this game three or four or three. Um, but yeah, Tim, it, it was tough. I mean, I don't. I w- I'm not gonna sit here and say it's all on him. I don't agree with him that it's all on him for the loss. Uh, but I respect him as a leader for saying it. It's one of those. If you look at a game like this, you're like, okay, what's the calculus? Like, what's what? How do how do we manufacture a win here against a team that? Defends really well, and the Thunder do defend really well. Like, let's not pretend that this team is the the Rockets or the Spurs or like one of these these terrible, awful teams that just are b- terrible on both ends. And so you're like, all right, well, we gotta we gotta hit way more threes. We gotta hit a ton of threes, and we also gotta be efficient in what we do and figure out a way to defend. Well, all of our defenders are out except for Bullock. Like, literally, like literally there's four players on the team that can play def- defense really well. Three of them are out. So what are what do we do? with this scheme that depends on like all five players working together and being good at defense. And so you're like, all right, well, we just got to outscore guys. And if you're going to outscore guys, you have to be better than six of 18 from the field, six of 16 from the field for Dinwiddie. And that that's why you're like, all right, I kind of agree with him that it's kind of on him. He also missed like a bunch of shots right at the rim. And he, he said that after the game, he's like, I can't be missing bunnies at the rim. One of the reasons why the Mavericks are so bad in the paint and around the paint, like you said, uh, they were 10 of 15 at the rim, 4 of 14 at the short mid. So, like, the the like the like floater range or, like, close to the rim where you you launch and you, like, take a shot right there. Uh, that That's where they, you just really hurt. Because if you can't hit some of those shots, like, those are some of your easy shots where there's nobody in front of you and you're, you know, it's just you in the basket. <laughs> you're like, all right, just yeah. make a shot from there. You can't take another step and make it a layup, but you can hit a shot from there. Tim was missing a bunch of those. And, uh, and yeah, like... I don't agree with him that it was all on him for sure, but you, you, if you're going to win a game like this, the calculus is we need more from Tim. He had, uh, you look at the the third quarter, he had 12 points in the third quarter and the Mavericks kind of went on a run there. And that's when you're like, okay, maybe they have a chance. Maybe they can get back in this game and, and even take a lead here. And then SGA was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to score 17 of my own and just completely nullify what Tim is, is doing on the other end. Yeah. I mean, he still finished with 19, but in a weird way, I mean, they really need Tim to score more than 19. 19 on 18 shots it. is, like, not good, though. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, it's not good efficiency. Well, the fact that Tim has has taken 18 shots, you know, in a game without, look, he's taken more shots than yeah. Dinwiddie and Christian Wood. Um, you know, Christian Wood only took 13 shots in this game. So. Yeah, great efficiency for Christian Wood, 27 points on 13 shots. Um, I thought Jaden Hardy struggled in this game. Yeah, it's uh, a learning it, game it's, for sure. It's kind of, you know, kind of tough for him, five fouls, a couple turnovers. Uh, only finished with nine points off the bench. Played 27 minutes, so a lot of minutes for him. Uh, but it's just going to take time. Like, I, I'm not watching this game. I'm not overreacting to the highest of highs of no. Jaden Hardy's games. I'm not going to overreact to games like this. It's going to take time, and that's just part of it this year. Yeah, this is a growing pains game for him, for sure. You come in, and like last night, everybody was was raving about his finishing at the rim. Well, he really struggled to finish at the rim against this game. <laughs> he had two Two drives, I think he just completely got blocked by Jalen Williams, who is this really? He was he's like six six, and so you look at him and you're like, okay, well they're they're not they're not playing any centers out there. I can just get to the rim and I'm gonna be able to finish this quickly like I did 
last night. And then Jalen Williams comes in. He's got a 7-2 wingspan and just pa like blocks yeah. him right out of nowhere, it seems like. And so, yeah, he, he struggled in that area. Uh, was one of five from three. Some of those were just chucks at the end of uh, the game. The Mavericks had a lot of possessions in this game where you're just like they're throwing up a shot with like one second left on the clock because they just needed to put up something. You, that's that's one of those that's one of those where you're like, oh, this team is not running a really cohesive offense because they're just not generating shots. Their offense is Luca. Their offense is Luca generating those shots for them and those good shots for them. So that that was another reason why I, I think he struggled in this game. Did get to the free throw line six times, which is a positive. But Mavericks, Mavericks took forty two free throws. <laughs> no, they like you normally win games where you take that many free throws. All right, can we play a quick game? Go for it. Before we wrap this pot up, uh, SGA, incredible player, thirty three points. Uh, we set the over under on yesterday's pot thirty two and a half. We both said over. We both barely won that. <laughs> um, he would be a perfect side kick to Luka Doncic. Hundred percent. Insane. So let's play a little game. Uh, what would you do to uh, get SGA on the Mavericks? Wow. Are you ready? Tell me what you would do. Would you pay a dollar more per gallon of gas for the next year if it meant SGA would be on the Mavericks? For sure. I got a hybrid. Let's go. Let's do it. I'll give oh, up. I'll give up the dollar. Right. <laughs> if it meant no fast food at all I'm, for the whole whole next year yep. like you can't go through a drive through yeah, bring it on i'm doing it anyway bring it on water burger you're not doing any fast food at no. all no chick-fil-a no wow okay i got i got i got a, i got <laughs> i got some we work, go. i got some work to do on, on myself no toothbrush for a whole <laughs> for, for a whole year but it means that sga would be a maverick so I'm like I'm I'm using my finger as a tooth. You're, as a you're tooth. doing the finger, the finger. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Can I use a water pick? You have, have you seen one of those? Like no, no, no. Can I use no. floss? I can't floss. No, no. We're doing no, like straight up toothpaste. Not, no, now you're expanding the <laughs> straight up toothpaste on your finger. Sure. Yeah, I'd do it for a year. Heck yeah. Dang. That's two titles for the Mavs right there, Luca and SGA. Okay. You can only take right turns in your car. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Derek Zoolander. <laughs> for, for for two months. But SGA would be a maverick. Two months? Yeah, bring yeah. it on. I work from home. Let's do it. <laughs> find, okay. so, find something I wouldn't do, Isaac. You have to wear an NBA jersey underneath every single outfit you wear for a year. Under? Under. Oh, it's like just, it's your base uh, layer. An yeah. NBA jersey in and nothing else underneath the jersey. Is it like just the jersey on bare skin for a whole year as your undershirt? <laughs> now you can swap out jerseys, but so it's just I'm, every I'm going, single morning you got to put on a jersey on your bare skin underneath all your clothes for a whole year. I think slightly biased does this anyway. Like I think this is just his normal getup. Like yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm I'll do it with him. You would do it for a whole year. Heck yeah! For for SGA on the Mavericks, Isaac. That's two titles. Imagine how fun that playoff run was last year. Now you get to do that like eight more times. Okay. I think I would agree with you on all of them except the toothbrush. There's no way I could go a whole year without a toothbrush. <laughs> I'm doing the finger. I'm doing the hey, I I my There's no way. I'm all right, that's all I got. I'm getting a water pick. I got I'll do floss, mouthwash, like I'm I'm all in them. I can do it. My dental hygiene's gonna be fine. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do more dental visits. They can use a toothbrush on me. You have to watch a fast and furious movie every single morning for a whole year. <laughs> It's family over everything, Isaac. 
Let's do it. Fire it up. Which one is it? Tokyo Drift? I think I've only seen the first one, to be honest. No. The ninth one is Torture. I actually like that called? franchise. Fast and Furious Torture? It should be. It's the worst movie. Is it the one, one where of the he worst jumps movies. From, from building to building with the car? No, no, no. This one's where he jumps like <laughs> cliff to cliff and he like hooks like, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Let us know in the comment section below what would you do to... Uh, to get, get, I thought you know what I would do. I would murder Ryland Styles. I would just, I would just I'm straight up. You couldn't enjoy it. You'd just be in jail. Enjoy murdering him. No, I'm saying you'd just be in jail enjoying the title. I would do that to get Esther. He's so good. Oh my gosh, it's so ridiculous how good he's gotten this year. Like he, yeah, really, and he's, he's rots away. He's got to be most improved, right? Like probably. He's probably gonna start in the All Star game. That's wild. He'd be fun. Him went from Josh. 24 points a game 100%. to 31. Like that's that's a leap that you just don't take as a player. That I he, thought he was going to get traded this year going into the season. I, think so he, I was like, "Ah." Oh. But now he's re- now he's reached the level of like you can't trade him at all. No, he's like of all the tanking that they did, they finally got a guy that is that guy. Yeah. So let us know in the comment section below what would you do for a Klondike bar? What would you do for for SGA on the Mavericks? And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more. We're going to break down the midway point of the season. We're going to talk about what this team is, try to evaluate. All right, we've had all this, all these numbers, all this stuff, all these stretches. What is this Mavericks team? We'll talk about that tomorrow. Guys, thanks for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.